Okay, so just as the second phase of lockdown has been advised by the UK government, I've had real privilege of being able to grab aside the HGKC team and have some conversations with them. And I'm thrilled to say that the next person I'm speaking to here is Kim Jones, who is my good friend in work and play. And I've got some quick fire questions for you, Kim, because we were having a discussion um, recently and it just seems like a lot of what you were saying, as always, great common sense, great in the moment help to people. So I thought we'd share that little bit of gold if that's okay. Oh, that would be great. And good morning. Lovely to see you, Sarah. Yeah, nice to see you too. Good. So quick fire questions. Ready? I know that's not really how we go, but hold on tight. What are the top three most important characteristics a culture and its people need to have to weather this next phase of lockdown, do you think? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but... Oh, there's an awful lot of talk at the moment about what you can do in your business. And I think the primary one is about nurturing your culture, for me. Because what we're seeing is a lot of disconnected people between who's been furloughed, who's in, who's out. So it's about nurturing your culture and really thinking about that as a leader. So thinking about the way that you have your community, how your relationships, how you build relationships. This has been really tough on people, particularly new starters in firms. My second would be, I think about trust and rapport. Leaders don't spend enough time with their workforce they spend it with few people. So what they really need to focus on is that aspect in particular to, to really develop that with their people, to give them confidence. Because if you're the leader and you're confident, they'll follow you. And I think my last one is really sustained employee engagement. We've seen that in the work we're doing, the tools we're using. If you really give everyone an opportunity and show that you're listening and then when you're listening and you're acting upon it. Um, that's why we've seen really wholesale adoption of fantastic tools like Engagement Multiplier over the last uh, six, nine months. Yes, I know that's been a great tool for your clients, hasn't it? So, okay, do you feel that people who are sticking their heads in the sand are going to survive this? I think it's going to be tough. I think they might in the short term, but not sustainably. And, you know, that's what the backbone of our country is built on, SMEs, sustainable businesses. So it's the people who are not just weathering the storm, but really thinking about the long-term future for their people and what they do as a business. So how can we respond to this for the short term, look after everybody in the short term, but keep our eye on the future? So fortune favours the brave. Yes, that's true. And it's difficult, obviously, at the moment for everyone. But I think that's great advice if we take a breath and just think about it. So it did look, that takes me to the point that it did look like this was going to be a temporary pause. And I know that HGKC, you've been saying right from the very, very beginning, there will be a second lockdown. And everyone was sort of smiling at you a bit and saying, how do they know that? But, you know, predictably, it did happen. And it's now developed really into a sort of longer term, some are even say maybe permanent challenge for a lot of businesses, you know, the way they're having to work now. How do you keep the morale of employees up as a leader when you're dealing with uncertainty? Because I know you just spoke about the sort of trust and empathy side of it, 
but specifically to the point of the uncertainty of future when you're dealing with employees. How, how do you keep their morale up, Kim? I think the key thing is to be really honest with them around uncertainty. So it's about your known knowns and your unknown knowns type of thing. You know, it's that type of situation you're in. So it's to be really clear that um, these are the things we could control. These are the things that we will work with around this. This is the limit of what we know. So being really factual and evidence-based with them and interpreting them and what it means in that for them in the context of your firm. Okay, so honesty really is the best policy at the moment. Absolutely. And I think what you, you need to do is to think about the things that you can do to keep everybody's morale up. So do more cross-functional working in your teams, get more collaboration going, get more ideas going. A lot of people have been really connected to the community where their business is and looking at what, what activities could we do to support the community. So let your drivers go and be drivers for the NHS or drop off drugs or go and help in local community projects around supporting people in their homes. You know, look for some projects you can do. I've seen people doing food bank support, sorting, helping, donating. So let people do more, initiate it. Give your team the confidence and the permission to do that. And I think in terms of individuals, have a safety net. Give your employees some escape routes. Think of your employee benefits, the support you have on offer, counselling, look after their mental health. And do a lot more casual phoning, one-to-ones, how are yous. So managers of teams and also directors of everybody rather than just a few people in the organisation. So really switch your time to being much more focused on your people than perhaps on your longer term business future and other things. Because if they're not there, you haven't got a future because they're your primary resource. Yes, good. And so is it time for straight talking advisors you talk about truth but is it time for straight talking trusted advisors or time for a supportive nurturing service from people doing the job you're doing because I know it depends on the client but I am seeing a huge amount in the marketplace of people going gently because they're being compassionate to the situation everyone's in but somewhere in me, I, I just wonder, is it time for some hard straight truths or cotton wool? Well, you're the expert on difficult conversations. Absolute from the world of DISC. And I think that's what you really have to employ here. You have to really think about that. So I think being direct is really important with people. Be kind about how you deliver that, but always be honest and truthful. Yeah. Okay. So because, it's that honesty. You know, swallowing that bitter pill now enables you to get well. Yes. But if you don't swallow the pill, you can't get well. So okay. That's what you have to help people do. So you deliver it with kindness and support for the person and for what comes next. You know, so even if that's about closing a business, you know, because yes. one thing we couldn't support is wrongful trading. So yeah. if your business is really at that point, and it is not going to be sustainable and the whole world and the market and you cannot resource it, then the best thing is to, to do that Stop. in the right way and do it with the right support for the, the, the people. 
Okay, and let's just suppose for some miraculous moment that anyone who needed a professional business advisor uh, to help them grow wouldn't come to HGKC. Let's just imagine that world. If you were giving people advice on choosing an advisor at a time like this, what should people really be looking for? Okay, the straight talking and the trust, but what else should they be looking for? Well, I think what's most important is to go with a recommendation. And I mean a recommendation from someone who's perhaps experienced or close to, because you've got to find someone who understands you and your business. And therefore the recommendation they're making is they know a little bit more about you and what you're like. So they're matching you with somebody who's going to be able to support you. And what you're looking for, an advisor that's got integrity and can demonstrate that in terms of what they do. And is really interested in skilling you to solve your problems for yourself. So you're looking for people who can evidence transferability of knowledge and skills, not they're going to come and do stuff to you and then run away. They're going to help you to do more for yourself. They should also have a very good network of support themselves and advisors so that they can support you in the round. Because no one's an expert in everything and people who tell you they are are not. So we always work to our strengths. We deliver on our best to our clients and so should other advisors. And when it's beyond your expertise, they must have a good trusted network. So look for that. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, I've always liked about you three in the business, the partners in the business with yourself and Peter and James, because I come to different ones of you for different things. And I think that's really useful, isn't it, in, in life to have that sort of support network. So thank you, Kim, for your gold. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of the day. I know you're in a rush to go off and you've got a full client book. So off you go. And I'll uh, see you soon in the flesh. Thanks very much, Sarah.